Welcome to Great Minds, a wine-centric podcast where two wine-loving friends take a look beyond what's in the glass. We look behind it, too, discovering the stories, the culture, the history, and the people that make it all happen. I'm Julie Glenn. And while we're at it, we taste a little wine, too. I'm Gina Birch. You know, we have a busy, busy time for drinking wine. It's it's kind of like a trifecta of goodness. We've got National Wine Day on May 25th. Memorial Day weekend is the 28th. And on the heels of both of these comes Father's Day, which is June 20th. So we thought we'd combine some wines for all three because we can. Why not, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that it makes sense for us to pair a grilling holiday like Memorial Day with Father's Day mm-hmm. because of the stereotypically masculine situation with grilling meat. Isn't that kind of an old school dude yeah, thing is, to do? Yeah, it is. So um, we also old need... Old school dude thing to do. Old school like dude thing, I know. Um, <laughs> even Metro dudes yeah. will grill mm-hmm. and do it well. Yeah. Um, we all love some grilled anything, grilled fish, grilled veg. And I do like to grill, but I will surrender the grill to the man. I know that might sound sexist, but you know what? You go do it and get all sweaty and hot anytime. I don't. I'm kind of a control freak. Are you? Okay. Sometimes. Although, but I don't know. I think it's because I'm from Kansas City. And <laughs> my partner in crime at the home is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a grilling society no. so much over in Italy. Um, anyway, so... We wanted to also bring in something cold and refreshing while you're standing there at the grill. And no, that's not a can of beer. Gina just cracked open a can of rosé. So that's something to think about when you're going into the summer months. Um, we, we have a, a fizzy one over there, right? It's a... All right, let me pass it to you. Sparkling rosé. And there's something about having sparkles happen when you open up a can of anything. It just needs to kind of be that way. Just expect carbonation. You do. You do expect it. And this one, the one we opened, uh, right, it's, it's, a, it's a nice little canned wine. There's so many new ones. We, we can't not talk about grilling without talking about the can because mm-hmm. it is popular. It's small. It's You can throw it in the cooler. It's easy to dispose of. Uh, no glass. But this one is from... Recyclable. Uh, and recyclable, definitely. This is from Wine Society, and they have three labels. Uh, they have Tempt, which is a Syrah-based red wine. They have Fate, which is a Chardonnay, and then Chance, which is a rosé, and it comes both in still and sparkling, and we have uh, the sparkling today. And th- this is a cool blend of Zen, Syrah, and Barbera. Okay, that's the yeah. funkiness. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's a little Try funky Tara. town Tara's going in on here, there. too. She's uh, taking some videos, so if you want to see us cracking the can, you can... <laughs> You can look on our social media sites. Every can deserves a good crack. Yes, it does. But she's she's making an interesting face. What do you think? Well, I like it, but it, it so it and for some reason I got like a little peach mm-hmm. in there. So I totally. wasn't sure. Okay, cool. I was like, do you get that little earthy <laughs> funk action going on? I At think that's first, the Barbera. That's sort of what I get, and then it has a nice peach and a little floral, and then it's just gone. Right? Mm-hmm. There's, I mean. Hot summer, grilling. Well, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I like how she says, and it's gone. It doesn't have, like, this long lingering no. after effect, Mm-mm. but it is, man. I could. So you drank it out of the can. Julie and I are trying it out of the glass um, so yeah. we can all have some. I mean, have you ever been in a situation where you've tried something out of a can? Like, I've been in uh, emergency situations where, um, like, floods or whatever, and Anheuser-Busch is giving away canned fresh water. Yeah. So it's like cold water. But it's flat, and it's from a can. It yeah. just tastes weird. It does. I Like you said earlier, I expect uh, an amount of carbonation uh, when it comes to anything out of a can. And and I know, and I have tried, I did try their the Chardonnay. 
Mm-hmm. that they have and I poured it into a glass well I had it with my mom for Mother's Day um what was that one called did I tell you it was um chance no fate fate because I thought how was, oh, it? was it's, it's, it's fatefully it's flabby fate. it's fate that she's my mom no it's it was a planned pregnancy so I don't know that, but it was still fate that <laughs> but I'm was the one. it like um fate in that it was like a flabby it was, malolactic no, big no, old oak it was guy? you know how Tara said she got a lot of the the the, the um fruit in there there was a lot of fruit in there and um it wasn't super mallow. I don't know how you could really have something like that in a can that would really last. Be, mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was good. Definitely, I would. I have not tried the, the, the red wine yet. But Here, Tara, if you're looking for. the glass and see about how you feel about it. Different from the glass or the can. Yeah. And if so, if you're looking for a canned wine, I mean, this is a fun one. They're sleek cans. They're really cool. Not that I'm trying to sell them. but I, they're, t- the they're tall, skinny cans. Yeah. They're not little squat guys. Yeah, <laughs> little squatties. How many ounces is it? Like an eight-ouncer? I think that's a 175 milliliter. I'm not sure. Hmm. It's a pretty can. 250. Oh, it's a 250? Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. A little bit spunk out of the glass. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The aluminum will hold it in. And so part of the deal with having a canned one is because you're trying to avoid having glass around your pool because you break a glass and you have cut a foot. (laughs) Um, And also they they don't allow glass at a lot of beaches. But there are really good plastic glasses, plastic glassware Mm -hmm. for wine that have that thin lip that you're looking for when Mm -hmm. you're looking for glassware for wine. So that can kind of help make canned wines taste better and still not be breakable. I think the brand that I liked was called Govino because it has a really yes. thin lip. Yep, yep, that's a good one. Don't so, put them in a dishwasher. No, they'll they'll just all get It'll mangled like and chewing gum bend. when you're done. Yeah. So rosé, I think is a, it's a go-to for me with grilling. It's something you can just it's it goes down easy. It's refreshing. And since we're doing this whole mosh pit of Father's Day Memorial Mash Day, up. it's National Wine Day. We did mention that earlier. Um, Rosé Day is also coming up. I believe it's the second Saturday in yeah. June, the, the 11th, something like that. So, yeah, we're talking about a little bit of, of rosé in there as well. Um, but here in Florida, every day is rosé day. <laughs> it, it is. is rosé all day, every yeah. day. All, all the it. days. 365 mm-hmm. rosé days a year. Is it that much? Yes, it is. 365 days in a year. Unless hey. it's a leap year. 366. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's talk about um, some other refreshing uh, wines that we could do before we get to the Big Daddy Reds. And mm-hmm. for me, Sauvignon Blanc is one of them. Um, here's here's another sound effect for you. Ready? Ooh. Cracking open a Stelvin now. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone from the can to the Stelvin, which took a while for the world to embrace, but it seems like everybody likes them now. Right? Everybody got over their love of cork. But um, Stelvin closure is always good. You don't need a wine key for that guy. Well, and we we just uh, un, unwrapped a a Bonterra Sauvignon Blanc. When I when when I'm thinking of grilling in in summer, Sauvignon Blancs are are kind of they're right up there, right? Because they go with the shrimp, uh, whatever on the Barbie. They go with the fish. They go with the grilled vegetables. They go with salads um, because they have that. Um, uh, herbal quality to them, and they've got that acidity that can kind of cut through. And the one that we're trying is Bonterra. Bonterra's uh, organic. They're so sustainable. we're also kind of Latter Day Earth Day, exactly. Like late celebrators, right? 
Uh, so they try to do everything right, the sustainability, the biodynamics, the organic. Was, they were an early leader in the organic wine They scene. are. And this one is easy to find. All their wines, they have like this summer sampler set now that has uh, the Sauvignon Blanc and the Rosé. And in the middle, they have those plastic wine glasses that you were oh, talking cool. about. And uh, it's a really cool little gift. I believe this r- retails, it's, I know it's under 20 around $14, $16 for uh, the Sauvignon Blanc and the same for the Rosé. And it's organic, which is always kind of mm-hmm. nice to add. I mean, every day should be Earth Day just mm-hmm. as it should also be rosé day but the sauvignon blanc i think really smells like a big bouquet of flower and citrus like mm-hmm. if you could have a lemon scented flower hmm. that would be a terrace lemon maybe maybe more like you know the grapefruit which and, is and, typical and then the label looks like that too it looks like a bouquet it looks it looks it's uh really pretty. It's got a little butterfly mm-hmm. it's nice this is one of those sauvignon blanc so we, we've talked about Sauvignon Blanc a number of times on the show, and some of them are super acidic. They are, Some of them will punch you in the face. But, again, we're looking for grilling wines, chilling wines. This one is one that you could just really drink all day and not have heartburn. This tastes like a sweet tart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It totally tastes like a sweet tart. It goes down so easy. Love the An Stelman closure. Sweet tart. <laughs> so we get thumbs up for, for that one it as well. It doesn't taste high alcohol. It just tastes Mm-mm. like it's if sweet tart were a wine, mm-hmm. this would be it. Easy to open. Yeah, definitely. Easy. No easy, wine key easy, necessary. Easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. That's not bad. I wouldn't throw that away. That'd be so good with some grilled veggies. That's what exactly what I was thinking. For your vegetarian friends. Mm-hmm. And let me say that if you're grilling salmon, I'm going to suggest Pinot Noir. That's a really nice pairing for a grilled right. salmon, especially you got that little char smokiness action. I think Pinot Noir is, is my go to for that. Right. Well, you know, let's it's talk about kiss, um we were going to we're going to be shifting in, into the reds now that you mentioned that. Um one of the things that I find most uh atrocious when it comes to drinking wines and grilling is the atrocious. temperature. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that is the that worst. was a big word to use, right? It's it's offensive. It, hurt, atrocious, it hurts my feelings a yeah. little. <laughs> it's hard enough to keep wines um, at proper temperature year-round. But in the summer and you're outside, you've really got to have some ice nearby. Uh, we think about keeping the wines, uh, the whites chilled. I mean, that's kind of like a no-brainer. But as we're moving into the Pinots and the Zins and some of these bigger reds for grilling mm-hmm. that goes with the big meat, that go with the big meat, if they're not big chilled, meat. all you <laughs> like some big meat. Who doesn't <laughs> love big meat? Juicy. <laughs> uh, but if they're not chilled, all you're going to get is the alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's do a, a, this other reminder about temperature and flavor. And uh, mm. one of the things that someone told me a long time ago about wine and temperature was they compare it to like if you were eating ice cream, you like ice cream when it's ice cream, but yeah. when it's completely melted and straight room temperature liquid. Would you like that? No. No, that's milk. It tastes way too, because it tastes too sweet. Mm -hmm. But nobody put more sugar in it. Right. Right? It's just because of the fact that it's hot like that, you can taste all that sugar. Mm -hmm. Like, it's because of the um, temperature that you can access the sweet flavors in things. So that's one of the things that makes wine temperature make sense to me. Right. Because white wines tend to be a little bit lean they they tend to have a little bit more sweetness to them you don't want white wine to be too sweet Mm-mm. i mean unless you just like sweet stuff and with red wines you don't want it to be so wide open because all that sugar is going to come at you and it's going to taste like a big flabby fruit bomb mm-hmm. and the alcohol is going to taste that much hotter yeah it's been my experience anyway when I i've think been served have- hot wine <laughs> makes me sad <laughs> it makes me sad too you talked about pinot noir and how that's great with with salmon i uh, hands up definitely on that one mm-hmm. you know Boletto is a big maker of Pinot Noir in Sonoma 
and um, I brought in a Zen from them, which I think they only make one, and it's very it's exclusive. They're on the 2018. We have the 2016 now, but when I think of Zens, first of all, I think of Russian River Valley. I mean, that's one of the the a couple of areas. I think of Dry Creek as well, and Rock Pile with Clay Mortson, who was on our our yeah. show a couple of weeks ago. That was so fun. Love him, but um, but when you think of Russian River. They there's something about that area in Sonoma that makes some produces some beautiful zins, and uh, so this boletto is going to oh, be. Oh, that's good. Is it? Of course, it's going to be good. I used to. I knew mm, this guy way good. back millions of millions. It feels like years and years and years ago, but they've just gotten bigger. It seems like mm. they're still not a huge producer, but they are easier to find now than they used to be. They are easier to find. Um, the winemaker is super fun and cool. They've got a big skew again of, of pinots. And this Zen, to me, uh, I think, you know, Zen's with grilled meat, right? Barbecue. Mm-hmm. There's something about the, the fruitiness of a Zen that just goes well with the characteristics of, of barbecue. I want a sausage. Mm. There's a sound bite. But, no, this would be so good with a grilled sausage. Like a kielbasa. Uh. <laughs> that was at 13.28, by the way. We're time clocking. I want a sausage. <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> Let's make sure to pull that one out. <laughs> yeah. Pull out the sausage. Okay, you can stop one. right now. <laughs> you can just pull it back in there, sister. <laughs> I'm going to HR. <laughs> Once it's out, you can't put it back in. No. Anyway, back to Zen. <laughs> it's a great it's a it's a great um uh, barbecue wine. Okay, let's let me geek out now on the okay, Zen. Go ahead. Zinfandel has a pretty unique story. Um, mm, they don't really know exactly where it came from. They think that it's a grape. They believed for a very long time it was exactly the same as Primitivo. There were mm-hmm. some who believed then that Primitivo was brought over, and then it's been in California long enough to where it's kind of altered its DNA or DNA mm-hmm. um, to the point where it's it's actually different from what Primitivo was right. off the ship from Italy. But it didn't even originate in Puglia. It originated the grape. They found the roots of this grape in Croatia, and it's called Zibadrag or something. Yeah. So yes. it's, it's got a very unusual name. Well, I mean, you know, it's Croatian, so uh-huh. it's not unusual if you're Croatian. Well, at least there's some um, consonants in, in that word because a lot of Croatian wine or word, you know, there's not vowels. a lot of consonants. Yeah. I mean, there's. I did that opposite. Vowels, not consonants. Yeah. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're Without saying. Without saying it. I'm with you. I hear you. <laughs> so anyway, um, Zinfandel has been known also as, it's been embraced very much so as the American grape. Mm-hmm. You don't find Zinfandel from other places. They at least don't label it that way. Right. Um, so it's kind of like a very, and it's also very American style. It's not subtle. Mm-hmm. We're not known to be subtle human beings in this Beautiful country of ours. True, but this boletto is not an in-your-face zen because I think zen some of them can be spicy, so, yeah, and have a whole bunch of arms and legs sticking out, and then some of them can be very lean and um, elegant, almost. You know, this one is mm-hmm. more on the elegant side, right. I'd say. Because I think my first experience with zens were high alcohol, jammy, and they were probably not the proper temperature, and mm-hmm. they were just like whoa. That just knocked me over. So Zins are such great food wines. You really, if you haven't experienced them or or tried them lately, look for one like this one from Russian River Valley from from Boleto. This, this might be harder really to nice. find, but mm-hmm. it's not easy to find. But it's definitely you can certainly order it. I'm sure they do direct to consumer. They do. You might it have is. to join the wine club, but oops, guess yeah. what? You'll get free, sh- not free, but you'll get lots of great wines it shipped to your house surprise. every week direct from the the winery. There's something to be said for that too. 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I do love my local retailers. I think but. this is in like the $35 range. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking about um, <clears throat> a lot of these these different wines. Uh, blends are good as well. And I know you like to pair labels and stories with, with personalities and mm -hmm. things. And I like to do that too when I'm writing. And I, I came across some 10,000-hour wines from Washington State, from Red Mountain. And I just loved that whole 10,000-hour kind of concept. And I, I thought, this is another one I opened with my mom for Mother's Day. It's like, you spend 10,000 hours in one week mm -hmm. taking care of my brother and me when we were growing up. Um, yeah. Uh, so I just thought that was kind of an appropriate label for Mother's and Father's Day. And, and I love the tagline of, of their uh, the 10,000 hours. It's um, because there are no shortcuts, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a whole concept with that, with the 10,000 hours. And I think there was a book about, did Malcolm Gladwell do a, a yeah, book Yeah, it's like that? you have to put in 10,000 hours before you're properly trained. For anything. Like fully trained to do anything. Right. So, so that's why he named these, these great it was like sets. something about the Beatles practiced for 10,000 mm -hmm. hours before they became a world-class band, something of that sort. So that was, I think, what you were talking about. Right. So if you can get your hand on these 10,000-hour uh, wines, there's a cab and a red blend um, that would equally be good for grilling for for this time of year. Uh, I know the red blend was a Bordeaux blend, and it was a little heavier on the cab side, but it had Petit Bordeaux and, and, and Merlot and uh, I, a couple of other things. It may have had some Malbec in there, too. I don't have the, the spec sheet, but it was very luscious. It had these great herbs and spicy notes and red fruits and mocha, and I just thought, man, I could use a some kind of something encrusted lamb or pork chop or or something on the grill with that. So those are the the ten thousand hour wines if you can get. So a hold we're of those. talking about grilling life. You yeah. know, um, Red Mountain, Washington is going to have some good red wines mm -hmm. for that. Um, as you mentioned with the ten thousand hours, which is I just love that concept and the idea. And now I'm like, I do too, right? It's it's I'm, really I'm cool. Thinking about our internship program, and I'm oh. like, how do I make it ten thousand hours? Although that's kind of a lot to ask of an intern yeah. but anyway so um i do love that but one of the things mm. i like to think of when i'm thinking about grilling and stuff thinking about the grill cultures yes like where are the places that people know their way around Perfect. a grill mm -hmm. that would definitely be argentina and another one that you brought here is from there this is called yes i brought uh an Ar anime mm-hmm that is heavy. It's like yeah, a it's a big, big one. Pound, but they love Inanami. the big, thick glass bottles. This is a 2017. It's a masculine bottle. I'm expecting it to be a masculine wine. I, I can't wait to try it. But this is made, it's an interesting story, Rudolfo Opie Sadler. Mm -hmm. He's considered to be a little bit of a pioneer in Argentina, not necessarily because of the Malbec, because of the cab. Um, he's done a lot of great cabs, and the story from the winery goes, at some point it was a unanimous decision to make a Malbec, hence the name Unanime. Unanime. Yeah, that one. Thank you. Unanime is um, a Latin word that means unanimous, basically. Right. Or consensus or whatever. But, I mean, how hard is it to reach a unanimous decision to make Malbec <laughs> in, Argentina? in Argentina? I mean, that's not really a reach. I don't know, but everyone's like, come on, Opie, let's do it. So I guess he finally did it. I love that his middle name is Opie, O-P-I. Yeah, and that's and that's uh, what he goes by, apparently. And I wonder if he's any relation to the um, nail polish people. I don't. I would. Well, this would be a pretty color. Look at how <laughs> this would be great, I wouldn't know. it? It's almost black. It is super dark, and the, uh, the bottle is super heavy. And let's mm -hmm. see if it's heavy in the glass or if it's. Hmm. That's steaky. Total steaky. Mm -hmm. And we just opened this. This one, to me, 
I think it needs another half hour. It's a little hot. Yeah, and and it's not the proper temperature. I just lectured everybody about the proper temperature, and I brought in a, a wine that was. No, I meant alcohol. Yeah, but but it's I feel fourteen percent. I feel says. it's a little warm in the glass too. It should be just about five degrees cooler. Well, it's hard to cool something down when it's in like a quarter inch thick glass. Yeah, but herein lies the 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 rub that people are going to face when they're grilling and trying to keep their wines proper temp. It's easier to get the red wines a little cooler than they should be and yeah. have them warm up in the glass yeah because once they warm up there's no going back i mean that's that's science right there well i went and got those um that's high class science right there i went to school a lot of years to be able to tell you that <laughs> i stand in awe of the brilliance that just dribbled from your mouth it's been dribbling like a so lot today <laughs> like so much drool yeah um so i went and um bought those stainless steel like insulated kind of like wine thingies mm-hmm. They keep the wine cold, okay, mm-hmm. but you have to have this little silly lid on it, and you just feel like it's a sippy cup, you yeah. know? I don't want wine out of a sippy cup unless I'm trying to fool everybody, but everyone knows if you have a wine-shaped sippy cup, it's wine Yeah, in there. And it never tastes right out of a coffee mug. I've tried that on Zoom meetings, and it just oh, tastes weird. I've done that before, too. So back to... <laughs> back admissions to, come out. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there are 10,000 people raising their hand right now along with us. So Malbec is... I, I spent um, some time in Argentina, and when I came home, my teeth, uh, there was no amount of crest white strips that could take out the purple. Yeah, you were first of all. purple. I remember that. Um, and I probably consumed and more beef in one in, in 10 days than I had in 10 months. It's a great place here. to kick off a keto diet, oh, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. I tell you what, it's, there's, I, I just, I love Malbec with, with, with grilled meat and... Mm-hmm. This is a this is a good one. This is a good example. I think Malbecs have suffered a lot in the U.S. from um, oversaturation, just, mm-hmm. and people went nuts for them for a while. And it's also the grape that we associate with our friends, the Taurus folks on the um, zodiac. Oh, look wheel. at you rounding. Talk about the mosh pit of things here today. All the things. Well, I mean, we are almost out of Malbec season, mm-hmm. so um, here's to our friends that are our Taurus. I'm mm-hmm. say Taurus season, which is not really Malbec season. But here's to our friends who are Taurus, those who never let you down. You go find them 20 years later, they're still probably right there being the same kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know? And they're they're very, really good people. They they kind of are not big changelings. They don't fly away with the wind. They are the people that are steadfast. You and know what you have when you have a Taurus in your life? Mm-hmm. And I love that. Same thing with Malbec. Malbec's mm-hmm. very similar. I mean, it's going to be big, and it's going to be great with your grilled stuff. Oh, boy, this is getting so much nicer now that I'm swirling it. Ooh. Yeah, it feels a little bit less high alcohol. Can we? Can uh, Can your husband grill out? Can I come over tonight? Can I invite myself for dinner? Can we save this wine and for have sure. some more? All right, I'm in. I was actually thinking of doing tuna casserole, but, I mean, <laughs> I can change it up. <laughs> that would be so nasty with this. Can no. you imagine? <laughs> no. Well, I'll put a cork in it. We'll save it for tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. So um, happy that, Father's Day! It's happy a unanimous decision that Malbec's great is. with the grill stuff. It is, man. We give it a, and the, even even the best part of this is it's only in the twenty dollar range. It feels like you spent fifty on it. It does. Just picking up the bottle feels yeah. like it's a. $50. I can tell me how many Argentinian wines I've come across that have really big, heavy, thick, fat bottles, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the wine. It's not thin. It's not insipid. It is. Big, sturdy, and it's right there in like a Taurus. Because we hate thin and insipid together. We don't like thin and insipid. We are not thin. I'm not. Or insipid. (laughs) Sometimes I can be late at night, maybe. But um, (laughs) 
Anyway, well, oh. great. Have a great Memorial Day and a wonderful Father's Happy Day to all Father's the dads Day. out there. Yeah, to all you dads, whether you're dog dads, people dads, mm-hmm. cat dads, uh, adopted dads. Mm-hmm. You know, we love you. Or dads to be. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I bet you're nervous. It's scary. Get a get a glass of get a bottle of Malbec. <laughs> get a Malbec while you can. Ease your anxiety. <laughs> right. Great Minds is produced at WGCU Studios and FGCU Campus in Fort Myers, Florida. Our producer for online media is Tara Callaghan. Great Minds theme music is from Kansas City band Victor and Penny. The song is You'd Be So Nice to Come Home To by Cole Porter. To get in touch with us, check out greatminds.org. For Julie Glenn, I'm Gina Birch. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Under stars chilled by the winter, under an August moon burning above.